The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Dave O. How about that one at the old ballpark off Blue Ridge cutoff? As the Royals improved to 81 and 51, five and a half games up on Toronto with the Blue Jays defeating Cleveland tonight. Is KC absolutely administers a bloodbath to Detroit, 12 to one, with four different Royals homering in the same game. For the first time in over two years, KC scored in each of the first five innings for the first time in 15 years. Oh, and another gem was thrown as well by Yordano Ventura. We'll talk all about that and, of course, preview tomorrow's rubber match as well. As We're glad you're along for another edition of Clubhouse Conversation. It's Davo excited about this one, and we start with our player of the game. And it could have been a number of guys tonight. There was a good three strong candidates offensively, but we got to give it to Yordano Ventura tonight. Has to be Ventura. And that seems like a good place to start this game as well. I mean, Ventura, seven innings tonight with 11 Ks, one walk, allowing just one run on five hits. That's the first Royal with back-to-back outings of 11 Ks or more since Zach Grinke back in 2009. And Ventura threw 108 pitches in his seven innings, commanding the inside part of the of the plate. That was the main thing that Ventura did. And, you know, there were some reporters after the game who asked Ned Yost, you know, was that extra impressive to you after Ventura plunked Ian Kinsler there in the first inning? And, and then Randy Wolf comes back, maybe or maybe did not hit Salvador Perez intentionally. But you get the warnings issued to both teams. And, you know, you think to yourself, well... A, will Ventura keep his cool and not retaliate? And B, will that change how he pitches? And it didn't. The answer was, you know, no, he wouldn't retaliate. And no, it wouldn't change how he pitched. A great outing. Seven innings, 11 Ks, and one walk. And he continues to be absolutely in fuego. How about the last 32 innings for Yardano Ventura? Just looking at strikeout and, and walk numbers. I love doing that. First of all, 43 strikeouts in his last 32 innings. 13 walks, just 20 hits scattered for Ventura. And it couldn't come at a better time as the Royals head towards uh, the finish line. 30 games left in the 2015 campaign as far as regular season goes after tonight. And with Johnny Cueto struggling his last few outings, we, we detailed that. And, you know, Danny Duffy showing a tad bit of inconsistency after it looked like he'd turned a corner in the month of August, you know, especially early to mid-August. I mean, it's a good time for Ventura to really solidify things with Edinson Volquez and, you know, hopefully... Cueto, obviously, and then you go with either Duffy or Medlin for that fourth spot when the postseason arrives. So Ventura, great outing tonight. And Franklin Morales, how about seven pitches, seven strikes? The second time he's done that in the last couple of weeks, I believe it was nine pitches, nine strikes the last time, but we talk about it over and over here. Been giving him a tip of the cap all year. One, two, three in the eighth on seven pitches for Morales. Continues to be awesome. And then how about the big league debut of Scott Alexander? A guy I've been following for three years, a guy who I've had the pleasure of meeting and and seeing pitch down in Northwest Arkansas. Saw him in Omaha a few times this year as well. One, two, three in the ninth. His first big league K, he will always remember the name Nick Castellanos. 30 years from now, somebody like me will interview him and say, who was your first big league strikeout? Do you remember? I'm I'm quizzing you, and he'll remember it. I think I incidentally have asked something like probably 50 former Royals pitchers who their first MLB strikeout was, and I believe all but one could name it so just a random thought there so nice job there there's another first tonight from Chesler Cuthbert that we'll talk to here in a few minutes but pitching was great tonight so was the offense but before we get to that 
How about the defense tonight? We saw, first of all, we'll work backwards. We saw Drew Butera make a nice diving play to his right, stabbing a ball and tossing it over. <laughs> I mean, how exciting was that to see? To Scott Alexander covering in the ninth. Butera, uh, you know, some nice defense out there at first base. Shades of Ray Palacios for the one other person listening who remembers him. A guy who was a catcher back for the Royals from 88 to 90 and played some first base as well. Love seeing Butera over there at first. And how about Chesler Cuthbert? Man, speaking of diving plays, a couple of them tonight, especially that one to his left. I mean, how good has he been? And and I, earlier this summer, earlier this spring, right here in your dish, told you when the Royals first called him up, I said, well, he's up for his back because defensively he can't play much because I'd seen him play at two different levels of the minor leagues. And he had concrete for his feet. And his hands weren't good. And all of a sudden, it's, it, I, I promise you, I, I watched him very closely, multiple times. I can't believe the 180 he's done defensively. Cuthbert, one of the most impressive things of the year has been his defense to me. I mean, it looks like a guy with a pretty bright future, doesn't he? Depending on if that back comes around. It had a little bit this year after a couple of disappointing seasons. So nice with, with Cuthbert over there at the hot corner. And offensively, let's begin with him. By the way, is he a guy that you semi-consider on the postseason roster? Maybe. Depending on what happens. I mean, if Armar Infante would happen to go down with an injury, you're down to Cologne and him. I think you probably go, considering he can play third base at a high level, and you know he can play second, Can Cuthbert. Probably a better bat than Cologne, although Cologne's a better base runner. Just something to think about as an outside chance. I mean, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. Let's put it that way. I would not feel uncomfortable with Cuthbert in the bench in the playoffs. Definitely not. Now, offensively, let's get to him as well. Let's begin with him. Two for three with a walk, four RBIs, a run, which came, of course, on his first big league home run. Congrats in that fifth inning. Huge night for Cuthbert. And it was one of those nights where the entire offense pretty much had huge nights. As you'd expect when you have 12 runs on 14 hits with five walks tonight for the Royals. 20 base runners with the hitter being hit. That was Perez, the five walks, and the 14 hits. Let's kind of go through the lineup here. Ben Zobris, one for two with the walk, RBI, and two runs, including his 11th jack of the year. They got the Royals started there in the bottom of the first. A hanger from Wolf was deposited in the left field bullpen. 11th home run for Zobrist there from the right side. Then Lorenzo Kane. How about him? Two for three with three RBIs and two runs for Locaine. The best news is that foul ball that hobbled him went off his calf, so hopefully he'll be okay tomorrow. May see him get a night off. We'll see. But Kane, two for three with three RBIs, two runs, and his 13th jack of the year off of Wolf in the third. We'd love to see him hit two more and get to 15 here. A pretty good chance that happens in the month of September. And Kendrys Morales, two for five, three RBIs, two runs, his 17th homer of the year. RBIs 92, 93, and 94 off Wolf. And finally, Paulo Orlando gets back in things in a big way. His first triple since April when it looked like he was going to hit 10,000 triples this year. His sixth of the year as Paulo goes three for four with two runs scored. As well. The Royals' offense was awesome tonight. Like I said, 12 runs, 14 hits, 5 walks. Defense was good. Pitching was great. A good night at the old ballpark for the Royals, whose magic number now is 19, by the way, with the Twins, who also won this evening. Now, let's preview the series finale tomorrow. I like the Royals again in a big way. It's lefty Matt Boyd, a name we know all too well after the last five weeks. Boyd 1-3 with a 5-4-0 against Edinson Volquez, who's been awesome this year. 12-7 with a 3-2-7. The Royals, of course, have seen Boyd twice 
It was Jekyll and Hyde. The first time he shut down KC on August 3rd, seven innings of one-run ball for Boyd. And then the next time he saw KC, five days later, August 8th, the Royals got him for three runs and five and a third on nine hits. It was kind of roughed up his last outing against Toronto for the second time this year. Six innings, five runs on seven hits against the Blue Jays. Now, Volquez is 0-2 against Detroit this year. Both meetings have come at the K. He's been roughed up a bit, too, so hopefully the third time will be the charm. He's got a 4-8-5 against the Tigers this year in those two outings, and he's coming off one earned run, six hits against Tampa in six and two-thirds his last outing. you got to let the Royals to get it done tomorrow, don't you? With all the momentum they have going, I'm sure you'll see Mike Moustakas get at least one more day off, especially with Cuthbert having the kind of night he did. Assuming you'll see Gomes, Orlando out there in the outfield for sure, and Gordon back out there, of course. So, yeah, I'm sure Kane will be off tomorrow the more I think about it. Should be interesting for the Royals at the old ballpark. Nice to see Terrence Gore get a second big league at bat tonight. Nice to see, you know, same thing. Uh, who else got in there tonight? I guess Cuthbert Alexander and him. We saw Frankie Pena get in there behind the dish, though he did not hit tonight for the Royals. I'm a geek that likes looking at the guys like that, the organizational guys and the young prospects. I love seeing them come up in September. It's one of my favorite times of the year, especially now when the Royals are competing and have this division sewed up and are well on their way to home field throughout the playoffs. So that's it for this evening. One more time, I'm going to pimp my Brandon Downs interview I published last night. Great chat with a great kid, a top 15 Royals prospect down with the Lexington Legends. Check that one out if you haven't. And here in mere moments, I will be publishing a chat that I had with Alan McDill, a reliever who pitched for the Royals in the mid-90s. You remember Alan McDill, lefty? Look him up. We'll talk to him coming up. Hopefully you'll check that one out and all the other interviews we have here on Clubhouse Conversation at Royals Clubhouse on Twitter, Clubhouse Conversation on Facebook. You can subscribe on iTunes and bookmark the site as well. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great night and go Royals.